times we may actually be sincere. It's not on purpose. I blame the guests. That's me. <laughs> what did that say? On the first page, what did that say? Did that say that there will be a monster at the end of this book? It did? Oh, I'm so scared of monsters. Listen, I have an idea. If you do not turn any pages, we will never get to the end of this book. And that's good because there's a monster at the end of this book. So please don't turn the page. You turn the page! I just wanted to read you guys a quick selection of my favorite novel. Uh, Happy Spooktober! Is this a podcast or... <laughs> Oh, that's barely. Fun. Yeah, this is the first. Uh, this is the first spooky did, October. Did Tad Carpenter design that. that book? <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I wish. Mm -hmm. This is actually my my memoir, uh, "The Monster at the End of This Book," uh, starring the lovable furry old Grover, which is a Sesame Street character, uh, which is what Sesame Street would like you to believe, but it's actually, it's actually my alter ego. Oh, cute. Um, yeah, he's so much bigger than that. Well, hey Daniel. Hey Zach. Hey me. Hey. <laughs> are we going with Spooktober or Shocktober? I like. Or, I kind of like Spooktober. No, yeah. Spoop. Like Spoopy. Spoop. Spoop. What yes. about like yeah. Bootober? Like Boo October. Boo. I mean, it was. But I love October. This is the best. I know month. that's the point. We have to go against you know what everyone else is going for. <laughs> so. Kind of off to a shitty start, <laughs> like nationally. Um, yeah, I would, I would label it Bootober. In, All right, that's fair. There's still room though. There's room for improvement. But how's everybody's Inktober going? It's awful. It's not. <laughs> Inktober <laughs> is non-existent for me this year. Uh, last year I did it, I have, and I got through one day. So. Uh, I have pens this time. I got further than I did last <laughs> yeah. year. God, I, I did like, I did my first one, but it took me forever. I was so hesitant. Like I did it and I'm like, do I really want to commit to this? Do I really want to commit to this? Because you're like publicly failing at something, yeah. you know, uh, which I want to do. Um, so I did it and I was already a day behind. And then like I did another one. I'm like, this is, I can already tell this is not going to last more than two days. So. I know. I just went to your Instagram and I was like, he only did two. It's October 5th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yep i i realized that like the 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 paying drawing jobs were were tapping their feet waiting for me and i couldn't just <laughs> you know be frivolous with it so i mean what about my hundred day monster project that got to like eight and then stopped <laughs> i mean you got to eight that's almost 10 percent. yeah but you got like a little <laughs> over a week's worth so. thank you guys that's why you guys are good friends yeah, i don't know about that man I don't know about that. Or maybe I could just call you like network associates. Yes. We could do that. Yes, colleague Zachary. <laughs> colleague. Uh, anybody who is able to get through all 30 days <laughs> of Inktober or 31 days, how many days does October have? 31. Thank you. 31. We have an, a super intelligent guest, <laughs> thankfully. 
31 days. That's impressive, you know? That's that's an impressive feat. Because that's a... that's a, And there's a list, of course. There's like an official Inktober list of, of words. I thought it was just like, you know, whatever the hell you wanted to draw which one's the which one's the official it's one because everybody, everybody comes up with a different one yeah i wanted to do that it was just going to be like my favorite corn songs but <laughs> so f- just freak on a leash 31 times basically yeah and then 31 yeah. variants of you know aforementioned freak on the leash but there's a guy i guess that started inktober and he compiles a list of all the jake work. parker yeah. that's the dude didn't he like complain about people using their ipads though so (laughs) yeah was that him or somebody it was probably it's a tool it's just like a chisel and marble you know it's an artistic Mm. tool for expression except you can backspace everything and (laughs) there you go get some cool like time lapse videos in there without having to set up your own camera it's amazing (laughs) technology it's amazing uh so today's episode of creatoring mm-hmm. we're gonna kick off this spooky month um talking about friendship and killing them. uh and killing them <laughs> whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa mostly that was gonna be that, that was gonna be kind of the the surprise at the end where basically we give you an entire blueprint of the whole episode knee has a fantastic blueprint on just how to make friends and kill them uh it's, it's very fantastic yeah we'll teach you how to get away with murder on um, this episode which is spooky I, I think designers need to know that it's a valuable skill to add to your you know uh oh we know it? how to kill i mean the killing is the easy part it's the getting away with it right hiding hiding the body and getting away with it is, is really yeah 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 um pig farm sneak peek that's that's well i actually i was told from a friend that you bury the body Uh like eight feet under like a dead dog or something because nobody could (laughs) under a dead dog yeah that's it actually yep that's (laughs) that's the secret you 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 do eight feet bury a body put dirt on it and then you bury a dead dog because, or an animal yeah because once they like dig up the animal they're not gonna dig deeper so it's just like uh, okay they just stop there you're good yeah, you're you're good i'm probably on say, like the nsa list now or well, we're all okay. on a list now uh, not again I just, <laughs> I, I just got off a list. i was on the watch list in high school i don't want to get back on that i actually have no no problem believing that i'm so swear to you <laughs> <laughs> I was a kid who I don't know which which watch list he's talking about, but he was probably on at least three of them. I wore a trench coat because I had amazing fashion sense, not because yeah. I was concealing uh-huh. anything. It's true. I mean, if you can pull off brown leather, you, you can't you can pull stop off anything. It. Yeah, Is that the thing? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. it usually ends with a wink. Wink, wink. Uh, you know, there, there's I'll, you wink and then I'll describe there's it. There's a creep factor. Seductively. There's a creep factor creeping in. The huge one. <laughs> Spooktober. Ooh. So, so me, you just moved. You just moved to Austin. Yes. Right. Yes. Literally, like five days ago. 
that's ex- <laughs> why what was the what was the occasion what's the uh what's the what's the move uh to be honest i was planning on staying in baton rouge forever until i just die here but then um my boyfriend <laughs> and get buried under exactly <laughs> my boyfriend of five years shout out he works for electronic oh, arts yeah. in baton rouge actually and he got like a really awesome opportunity over there in austin so we decided that we were just going to make the move with his work opportunity. And then I was like, why the heck not? Like the design community, I feel like is really awesome over there. And what a good way to like really challenge myself as a designer, especially like where I am now and things like that. So we just decided to go for it. Wow. Nice. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Austin seems to be like a like a happening place from from what i understand it's you know they should do like a portlandia spinoff series yes. but with austin <laughs> uh from what i understand and I, it could be totally my ignorance but you know it seems like one of those trendy hit one places. of the top millennial cities right one of those yeah avocado toast on every avocado corner avocado toast tacos fried Ta- avo tacos. taco truck for everyone yeah Wait, say that last one Fried avo tacos. What? Sign me up. I'm actually not sure if it's in Austin. I think I just got that from like a food truck competition show. Holy (laughs) shit. That I used to watch. Like is the shell, like the shell is the avocado? No, I think they just like fry avocados and put it in a taco. Damn. I think it's a a West Coast thing. I'm not sure if it's in Austin, but it wouldn't surprise me if it isn't. That seems about right. That seems very West Coast. Yeah. Um, damn, that's that's awesome. You're gonna have many adventures out there in, in Austin. Uh, one day, one day, I hope to visit Austin. Um, Are you guys not it. coming to Pop Up Crop? No, we're not. Did you hear that, Matt? We're not coming. Uh, yeah, because Dawson. I can't even talk to you guys anymore. I know. I can. Um, I can barely talk to myself. Shut up. Well, all right. I'm well, I guess I have to say goodbye here. So um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the end, and that's fine. It's I told you guys fun. we were going to do a new shorter <laughs> format. Yeah. Um, we will. I'm still trying to talk Matt into letting us come to Crop next year. I think that'll happen. Yeah, we and then we literally mention it every episode, and it's kind of a sign that we want to do a live recording of Creatoring. Come on, man. It's gonna be great. Hold on a second. What do you got? Um, no, I was going to. Let's see if he'll answer. This is great audio. Um, how was the move? Knee. Um, it went pretty smoothly. We don't have a lot of stuff, so that kind of worked out. And then we're just just the dog. Just right? the dog. Yeah, and then from there we're just Amazoning a bunch hey. of stuff. Hold on a second, Nee. Um, hey, Matt, how are you? <laughs> yeah, we're good. Uh, just recording a podcast right now with Nee, Wynn, and Daniel. Um, I have you on speakerphone so they can hear hey. you. Um, <laughs> nee says, hey. I don't know if you can hear her because she's in my headphones. <laughs> but do you mind if we do... Huh? Oh, he said hi. Um... Do you mind if we do something with creatoring next year at Crop in Baton Rouge? Um, no, I don't mind. You don't mind? Oh, I don't mind. 
I don't know. I just want it to be like, you know, not like the NWO taking over WWF or something. I just want it to be official. Matt is currently Googling a hitman. Once I get my head together on it, we can uh, we can definitely figure out how to work, or you know, like how how it can be set up. Sweet. Um, um, to work smoothly. We're talking about friendship on this episode. Do you have any advice about <laughs> being friends or anything? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't really know. All right. Keep, 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 keep them close when you're really I'm glad that you and I are friends. All right, well, I'm gonna get back to the show, right, but man. I love you, man. Love you, Matt. <laughs> All right, love you, buddy. <laughs> so, do you, you have know, don't mess do you around. have like a soundboard of like all these different noises? That's yeah, awesome. I got a. What do you? Well, yeah. I have a bunch of instruments. Uh, actually, I have every instrument just in a chest behind me that I go off screen to play. Oh. Uh, the flute, for instance. <gasps> <laughs> Isn't that great? Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah. I can't watch him play it because I get distracted <laughs> and the show just goes off the rails. Um, it's true. One of the best pieces of advice I ever received about networking was to not do it and to just be friends with people, be cool and talk with people. Yeah. But um, that's what that was with Matt and with Daniel and even with you, Nee, like we've hung out a couple of times. I think we're friends. Yeah. I think this is way better than just giving business cards and liking each other on LinkedIn. Honestly, my tactic is to just like make people be friends with me. <laughs> just with cool <laughs> stickers and yeah, shit. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. a pretty solid tactic. <laughs> I want to adopt that. Yeah. See, my tactic is to keep people as far away from me as humanly possible and to just extract myself from society um yeah i felt really bad when i like came up to you and morgan daniel because you guys looked so uncomfortable and i was just like no i'm gonna make him be my friend no it worked it worked you're 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 definitely all people our people morgan and i are just like gigantic introverts and left to their our uh, own devices we'd just be dancing in the woods yeah um that's really reasonable though i i totally get it be totally fine yeah totally fine i realize other humans are good zach yeah we're not all he's, murderers here so he's shaking his head violently um for for listeners at home um i would not put myself in that category i um i'm firmly in the i am an extrovert but i'm all i have very strict limits on that capability if that makes sense Mm -mm, that does not i would like you to Um, explain (laughs) (laughs) um okay the episode that we recorded at creative south daniel Uh um the one that we we consumed a lot of alcohol before doing yep i remember that one. yeah um we were out recording for probably an hour i was more tired that night just from using the energy to talk to people and trying to be friendly the yeah. whole time than I was most of the other time. I'm much more of a uh, sit down with two or three other four people and just talk about, uh, you know, shoot the shit, talk about our favorite movies. Or- Life, so, the universe, and everything. So you're kind yeah. of introverted then. That's, that's an ambivert. 
Zach. Okay. You're an ambivert. It's basically like the flexitarian, uh, you know, in, in a dietary sense. Like you eat, <laughs> you eat meat only on Mondays, sort of thing. You know. So is that like a strong Catholic? Yeah. <laughs> introversion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. A year-round Catholic. I was. Yeah. I was raised Lutheran, so it's pretty much the same thing. Nice. Um. I was raised by wolves, no, yeah. so whatever kind of happens, happens. Nice. Word. That sounds a lot like being Lutheran. Yeah. I was literally raised by a witch, um, so. That makes know. sense. Yeah, I could see that. You know. Yeah, I'd have to say before Creative South, I was very introverted. And then kind of after Creative South, I became a little bit more extroverted. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'd say I'm like an ambivert now. I only ever knew knee point two. So what What was the inter, What was your go-to avoidance of people? I mean, I just never really, like, gone out. Like, you didn't go to conferences. I didn't conferences. really do anything. Like, I mean, Baton Rouge is really small. And so there would be, like, some art pop-up stuff that I would attend but never really talk to people. It was just... If I have friends going, then yeah. I'll go, but I won't like go by myself or do anything. Um, for Creative South, it was kind of a different story. I don't know if you guys know this, but I was listening to Drunk on Lettering with Roxy and Phoebe, um, their podcast, okay. yeah. and they were asking yeah. all of their viewers um, or all their people that they were interviewing or whatever to like be their roommate and so I ended up just emailing them and I was like hey I need a roommate so would you guys be my roommate and we ended up becoming roommates I just said roommate like 5,000 times but um (laughs) (laughs) basically I didn't really know who they were and I just emailed them up Mm -hmm. and we became roommates obviously um we stayed in like the worst hotel we stayed in the Okana Lodge yeah. Were you I did you guys stay at the hotel and then like Mike helped you move no, to the No, I stayed at the Connor Lodge and I like cried the first night. It was so scary. Oh no. I <sighs> I drove yeah. in by myself. <laughs> From yeah, and there was no one in the front lobby when I arrived. And it was like it oh, was no. getting dark, so I was freaking out and I was paranoid and I'm pretty sure I was gonna die. But I I went to the lobby and there was like there was no one there. So I called the lobby thinking that like maybe they were in the back or someone was in the restroom and no one had showed up for like uh, like they just never showed up. And so oh, I wow. went out to the parking lot and I just parked my car and sat there and freaked out. And I was just like, OK, what am I going to do? It's getting dark. And like I'm in the like the most sketchy area and I have no idea where I am, what I'm doing. And I go to park and there's this broken down like truck with like a flat tire and it's like melted into the ground and the windows are all busted and it's like super sketched out. I had no idea what was going on. So I ended up leaving and I drove to Taco Bell, picked up food, went to Walmart (laughs) and I'm pretty sure everyone was out to get me at Walmart. So I like left Walmart and I went back to the hotel and the guy still wasn't there. And I waited like another 15 minutes and I see like the guy and he's coming out of one of the rooms. Like, I don't know. It was really <laughs> sketchy and weird. And he finally gave me, yeah. gave me the key to the room. So I went into the room. I killed a cockroach on the first night. 
Um, Congratulations. Thanks. I watched, I have you guys seen The Vacancy? It's like this horror movie mm. and these teens stay in this really sketchy motel and they find out that there's like cameras hidden in the TVs and like all the rooms connect oh, and like no. all these creepy like people. Yeah, just- I've seen, that's one of those movies I like walked in halfway through and like, this is terrible. Yeah. I can't watch anymore, but I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Um, basically I was putting myself in their shoes and I thought I was going to die the first night. Um, Cause no one had showed up yet, but uh, yeah, Roxy and Phoebe came the next day and it was fine. But other than that, that, that Econo <laughs> Lodge, that Econo Lodge, I stayed at my first creative south yeah i hear uh, it's like the initial uh i guess hazing it's, opportunity it's yeah that. it's definitely a hazing opportunity <laughs> um i i'm pretty sh- sure i <laughs> saw like the mother mary and mildew stains on the wall um nice. i tried not i tried to not let that get to me until <laughs> the next morning it somehow transformed into the babadook um mm-hmm. lovely as mildew does but yeah oh econo lodge yes so i killed or i i thought i killed the cockroach i didn't really i didn't really have anything to like kill it with so i ended up like smacking it down from the corner of the ceiling and then shoving Mm -hmm. it down the the shower drain with a straw that i got from taco bell (laughs) and then like half an hour later i walk into the bathroom and the roach crawled back through the shower drain into the tub <laughs> so i ended up smacking it with something and flushing it down the toilet for good but um don't stay at the Connor lodge or do if you really want <laughs> or do <laughs> if you really yeah. want to experience a creative south it's awesome yeah well i'm kind of i think i'm picking up on kind of where that switch from being introvert to extrovert came from for you and i kind of think it might have been the cusp of death you have to you have to kill something pulling back from that yeah you looked death in the yeah, face that I night did. twice I did. and it's little babies and you came out and different. baby deaths and it's... yeah so that's really all it takes baby steps yeah i brought my own pillow and like my own raggedy sheet and blanket and then I made my boyfriend stay on the phone with me the entire night. Nice. But I survived. A... I'm alive, so it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I, I didn't die, so that's what matters. Creative Sal. <laughs> hashtag I didn't, I didn't die. die. <laughs> Not this year. Yeah, we but need next we need year. to tag Mike Jones in this story. Uh, oh, of course. <laughs> oh. <man>. So <laughs> friendship <laughs> on on the topic of creative south though and as far as like you know making friends connections networking whatever bullshit term you want to assign it i met personally and i'm sure you guys can kind of um you know say the same thing like most of my design friends came from creative south like most of the people that i know in the community today came from creative south and it was insane like i knew that i was this kind of nerdy dude that just made shapes on a glowing rectangle and thought that there were probably a few of us that did that but at creative (laughs) south ostensibly everyone 
you know, everyone does that. Everyone was was doing that. So it's kind of a nice to find a sense of community. Um, yeah, uh, Mike Jones actually spoke at the first crop conference, and that's how I found out about it. Yeah. And I met Matt Dawson through a dribble meetup that he started in Baton Rouge. And then that's when, like, I think that's when he introduced crop and everything. And um, I went, I attended crop the first year and then I found out about Creative South. So I like instantly bought a ticket to Creative South and then it was game over from there. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Times, times are had. Times are had. They need to do Creative South on a cruise ship. Um, just saying. Just throwing it out there. I can't think of anyone I'd rather get norovirus from than you, Daniel. <laughs> we You're should get more than we that. should take a cruise to like the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> oh, sick! Creator, creator, and cruise line. Let's just take out the entire design community on one fell swoop. Uh, <laughs> just rid the world of our eclectic nature. We'll be the we'll be the that new Sea Org. That would make some of the folks on design <laughs> Twitter pretty happy. God, as long as Mike Jones can be our L. Ron Hubbard, uh, we'll we'll be good. We'll be good. It's disturbing, but you know, this as far as like friendships kind of bubbling out of the design community, like I could give a one weeks long round of applause to the people for being seriously just like the most genuine awesome just candid very honest people um very very cool people i mean whether it be on like dribble or uh some sort of design convention or fucking design twitter (laughs) even which is it's like you know when like your grandma would you'd walk in on her and she'd say she was watching her stories uh i'm glad you finished that uh, (laughs) design twitter is very much me watching my stories and i have to i've got to absorb all of it all of that drama as we say every episode i just recently got on twitter and used it and i didn't know what design i didn't know what design twitter was until i got on there uh you didn't find it oh i found it all right (laughs) i don't think it's avoidable but I kind of just use Twitter to post like unrelatable gifs all the time, Amen. Um, and I talk about like how automatic flush toilets are not your friend, and how I wore men's cologne for like six months and didn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my kind of stuff. Just uh, just me going through life and uh, not really knowing what's going on. <laughs> What what was your go-to? Your go-to cologne? Oh, uh, it's called La Homme by Yves St. Laurent. And then the one before nice. that was Lacoste. I had no idea what the name was, but it was Lacoste. It was some men's cologne. I ordered... Hey, it's like 20 bucks. I ordered a Penny. bunch of stuff from Sephora, and they usually send you samples with it. And I thought it was females' fragrances, <laughs> but apparently it wasn't. So, uh, yeah, I just cycle through all the free samples, which were men cologne. Hey, you got to chase yeah, your bliss. So, you got you to gotta do you. You know, there, there goes that. 
yeah. and I I never <laughs> took French, so I didn't. I had no idea. So um, there's that. Toilet water. It's <laughs> gross. It's all bad. It's a matter of opinion. <laughs> yeah, let's not get all divided here now, okay? Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> we're, we're already so close. No, but so close. yeah, on on a real note, Creative South really changed my perspective on just like, I guess not changed my perspective, but it really opened my eyes up to the design community and like really finding people to connect with that um that you can really relate to especially for like someone like me I mean I'm from Baton Rouge it's not really like San Francisco or like New York and like all these big cities where (laughs) you know you have lots of opportunities for like these kind of meetups and stuff and like you're you're kind of like in this little bubble of your own like town or whatever Mm -hmm. so just being able to get out and seeing what else is out there and like meeting other people that are in the same like similar industry or go through the same crap that you do all the time is really like awesome. That's what I was going to ask. Like, is there something about the design community that makes fostering friendships easier? Or is it just that there's a shared interest in shared priorities? I think it's the second, like dentists probably hang out with dentists. (laughs) I don't think so, man. I don't think so. There are dentist conventions though. But do you think that the, what are there? Do you have friends? Do those people those? like really keep in touch? Like they text each other at like two in the morning and just like thinking of you, bro. <laughs> I don't think it happens. Yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. Like I just called Matt. I don't know if like Dr. John would call Dr. Barbara. Oh my gosh. my 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 uh dentist is actually Dr. John Portwood, so Nice. That's really funny. <laughs> Swish. In one. I got it, dude. I feel like it's hard for dentists, too, because I feel like they're always competing with each other. Because you're kind of in the same... I don't know. I guess that is for designers, too, huh? Everybody needs sort of. dental yeah. work. I think it depends on... And this is an... I, fortunately, I've never run into anyone in the design community, except on Twitter. And, you know, fuck Twitter, but... um. A lot of like any big assholes, <laughs> the people that do view everybody as competition and somebody taking food out of your mouth. I've never run into anybody that views others yeah. like that. I'm sure they're out there. They have to be. There's assholes in every industry. They're probably You've... at like the AIGA conference or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thousand dollar tickets. Oh uh-huh. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Not worth it. Yeah, like <laughs> students get into that for like a hundred, but like a couple shillings. Yeah, you know, you're just you're in if you're a student. That's the problem. I don't know how to get a shilling. <laughs> Where the fuck do you get a shilling? Print one out, man. That's the secret. Oh. Print one out. Dang. The more you know. The more you know. The more you know. <laughs> Am I supposed to chime in on there? I don't know. No, okay. that was perfect. Absolutely, do a solo. Uh. You know, I, I I do think that, like, from these conventions, and I can't stress enough, like, how important I think they are for, if you're, like, a confused college student right now, and you're like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Design's kind of weird. Um, is there money in it? Obviously, there is. Uh, am I going to be holed up in a cave somewhere with a laptop? Probably. 
but you have there's a huge sense of camaraderie uh, in the design community, and you should absolutely carve yourself out of your cave and go to these conventions because mm-hmm. they're 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 nerdy. Seriously, like they're. I overheard some cringeworthy conversations, the last Greatest South, that I just wanted to like completely reassess my life and profession over, but then I realized it was very much me that it was me, it's our people. Uh can we get one example? I I was one I overheard people like comparing really neat keyboard shortcuts and illustrator. Um did at first and like these jokers, but then I overheard one and it's like, Oh shit, I'm actually going to index that one. <laughs> that was helpful. Stranger. I'm going to call you Roger. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Roger. Thanks, Roger. Thanks, Mr. Roger. See you next year. Yeah. You, you really yeah. helped me reflect my objects in illustrator horizontally with, uh, with that keyboard shortcut. Wait, what is that keyboard? shortcut? So if you hit O uh-huh. and then enter, okay, you have to select an object hit yeah. o then hit enter then it pops up your reflect panel oh shit nice. bullshit and then you just hit down and enter if you want to do like horizontal or up and enter and vertical boom there you go yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna need the more it. you know you guys do show notes i'm gonna need that later oh we're gonna start <laughs> you guys do show notes i used to <laughs> there was a time it's okay. Yeah, we should probably start. Probably. I'll just send them to the patrons. <laughs> the Patreon patrons. Nobody else uh, I still need to get an invite to the Slack channel. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I'll do that. You should do that now. Uh, get ready to like enter a party where everybody's in a separate <laughs> corner of like, texting to themselves. I'm, really, I'm actually really bad at Slack. Uh, slacking. And, am- and Discord. I join all these like design channels and stuff and i'm really active like the first two hours and then (laughs) it just like (laughs) drops down from there because i can't keep up and i don't know how people like just have all the time in the world to keep up with these conversations and all these different channels and groups and then i don't know yeah how do you guys do that i i think that some people are paid at their companies specifically to participate in slack I, I I also don't know how you do this like rapid fire machine gun, just keep up with conversation. I'm in currently. Let me see. It's like uh, I'm in thirteen Slack groups right now, and what? I can't. So popular! Wow. I don't know if that's like a sign of popularity or my own just like ignorant. <laughs> yeah, it's hell. I'm in the thirteenth circle of hell, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's hard because I want to be like part of everything, but I know I can't, or else I wouldn't get anything done during the day. Yeah, it's it's for everybody who is still listening, and I happen to be in the Slack channel with you. Just know that I love you, and I'm thinking about you tonight. Daniel's still alive. He's not intimately. Dead. I am. I'm only, but I'm only digitally alive. Like my physical form is dead. Uh, I don't know how many people have your phone number, Daniel, and I won't give it to anyone. But usually, if I have to get a hold of you, I'll start on text messaging, then go to Instagram, then Twitter, then Slack, and I'll 
and eventually one of one of those will work. It's oh, in Snapchat sometimes. Snapchat is actually the number one form of communication that you can always reach me at um, because I think I'm a 19 year old, a post graduate, uh, teen boy. Um, <laughs> you have the beard of a 19 year old. Thank you. Aww. Thank you so much. Yeah. That's a huge compliment. Um, do I mean, nine, this is all do, I can do. Do 19 year olds have beards though? They have very patchy ones like this. <laughs> it's it's very patchy. There's more skin than hair. That's how you know it's Daniel Daniel is now showing us his patchy. Do you have a black light on? I have like a it's a Philips Hue bulb. I can kinda Oh, okay. I thought you had Do like you... one of those like black light strips with the the felt color in painting oh. posters and stuff. I've got one of those. One of the ones where it's like a wizard standing at the edge of a cliff commanding a dragon over some roaring waves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. Um, speaking of friends from Creative South, Jason Frostome had a question. Uh, he said, how do you make your friends stay your friends? Is chloroform an option? Oh, yeah. I guess you could use that. Um, uh, I would, I guess it's an option. It is definitely not the best option. Um, it's also much more difficult to apply than movies and TV shows led on to. I mean, you got to have like full contact for like two or three minutes to effectively knock someone out with chloroform. How do you know this? Confidence. Yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> are you, right, are you Mrs. speaking from experience? Um, I will take <laughs> advice from someone who doesn't tell me to bury a body eight feet down under a dead dog. And until then, you guys can both shut up. Um, conflict. Um, how do you make your friends stay your friends? Uh, constant contact? Chocolate? Uh, avocado tacos? Um, I mean, I think a lot of it kind of goes to like the root of knowing people like meeting them first and then really I mean it's hard I guess it's not that hard it's just like how you would make normal friends right um just getting to know someone and then just keeping in touch with them through Instagram or Twitter or whatever um expressing a genuine interest in their work or other things that they enjoy or something that you could relate on. Um, I almost think the inverse question is uh, maybe more important that um, shit. I lost my, my train of thought just went away. Um, good thing I can edit this part out. <laughs> Uh, I think it's almost more important to realize that it's okay to lose friends. Does yeah. that make sense? Like if you, uh, for whatever reason, you lose contact, you move, uh, industries mm -hmm. change, whatever, to not beat yourself up or feel like, I mean, yeah, be sad that that person's not in your life for whatever reason, but being okay with it and moving on. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Otherwise, I mean, you know, just be cool with people and you'll keep your friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the people who really matter will be there. 
in the end. Um, Truth. Yeah. Yeah. It is true. You know, I, and I, I, I think that like, I have this big beef, not beef really, because it's everyone's own prerogative to do it. But like, you know, you get on Twitter and you see someone who has like 300,000 followers and, you know, you have like these metrics assigned to someone's status or popularity or whatever, when in all actuality, like people are only able to like, like scientifically have, what is it like, like 30 close friends or something? Or Well, I was just, that's what I was looking up. It's called Dunbar's number. That, that's the one. It's, it's like an actual cognitive limit that you have in yeah. your brain. Yeah. You can have at most 150 personalized relationships at a time and 10 or 15 close relationships. Yeah. I mean, you you can't, like, realistically, unless you're just, like, a full-time friendster, like, you can't realistically (laughs) keep up relationships. Making those connections on LinkedIn, you know. (laughs) God. I want to start using LinkedIn like I use Twitter and just see what... (laughs) Happens. You know, everyone has so much beef with LinkedIn, but I kind of like LinkedIn. <laughs> I got my first job through LinkedIn, so I have to give it credit. I think it's just because we're it's something we're told we're supposed to do. That's probably why people don't like it. I mean, as far as a the platform, there's nothing really wrong. No, well, I mean, it, until the recruiters come at you and then they're like, "Hey, yeah. why don't you pay for LinkedIn Premium?" <laughs> Eight strangers looked at your profile. Pay to know who they are. No, I don't want to know. I'm, I'm good. I would yeah. rather not know, actually. I, I see the merits of LinkedIn. I do. Um, but I think in the creative industry, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's like. <laughs> but I can endorse you for your skills. How will people know up. that you're a shape warlock if I don't endorse you? Because it's my official job title on LinkedIn. <laughs> and you know i'm gonna endorse you for being able to cleverly hide a body okay (laughs) don't do that (laughs) don't Don't do that that. i'm gonna do that Um, can you put in your own skills absolutely can i'm actually on linkedin now and i'm toying with things Uh, i wonder if i'm I'm going off the map i'm going off the grid deleting everything (laughs) I gotta, I gotta change my stuff. Crap! No, I was trying to be professional. Hold on, I gotta do this now. <laughs> change your LinkedIn profile. Can we get some music while you do it? Um, okay. Yes. Knee. Um, does the internet help or hurt your social life? That's from Daniel. Oh man. Uh, that's a tough one. I feel like it's a little bit of both. Probably more hurt than helps. Um, yeah. In my case. Did something happen? No, I think, uh, I think there was a certain period of time where I fell into that rabbit hole of feeling the need to constantly post and be active. 
And then yeah. there's also that like pressure of posting your relevant work only and not really like getting more personalized with your story or your post or whatever. So I think mm -hmm. in that aspect, that's kind of frustrating because you feel like you have to post a certain thing or people are going to get mad or unfollow or be a panda, you know? Um. <laughs> but at the detriment of your relationships in real yeah. life. Um, so like, I haven't really been posting much lately just because I've been going through so much crap on trying to find a new job and also mm. feeling the pressure that I have to like post so, I don't know. It's just you have to find a balance and figure out what works for you and what's right for you. Um, while it's good that some people post every day, it's not for everyone. You know, like that sure. That sort of thing. Like, I would never be able to do one of those, like, 365 days of lettering or 100 <laughs> monsters or, like, I could not commit myself to that. Um I could barely commit myself to like running my own shop currently. So it's just, it's a lot to deal with, especially when you're still trying to figure out, like, I have no idea what I'm doing with um, my life. Um, so it's, it's tough trying to figure out who, I guess not like who I want to be, but like where I want to go necessarily. So I'm just trying out a bunch of different things and seeing what sticks. Um, and so far, I've like really and I've really enjoyed lettering just because I could really like just put my head down and work at things like that. But yeah, as far as like doing those hundred day, three sixty five, Inktober, even like it's it's really tough to commit myself to that, especially like with my life in Baton Rouge actually I'm like really close to my family and like I'm really close to like my hometown friends here so every Friday night I would go over and like play board games and stuff and I was just like I'm I can't do a lettering piece tonight because I have other obligations and like I'm doing other things and like I don't know it's just you know with that too it's important to remember that you have a life outside of social media and you don't mm. need to be on it all the time even though I probably am. I don't know. I just like babbled for <laughs> forever. No, it's all, <laughs> I think it's all very important stuff. Um, I, I do think that like there's, there's such a heavy like importance put on social media and the internet with designers and for good reasons. Sure. Like you're able to share your work and network and talk about it, critique critique it and whatever but it's also a drug it's also very very consuming and addictive and it distracts you and it takes you away from what's very important in life and i don't think there's been a single episode of creatoring where i haven't bitched and moaned about technology yeah. but this is no different <laughs> it, it's seriously like go on a hike man like take an hour walk a day or something People just need to like get away from it because I don't think that a majority of the people that put out content on the internet, like I don't think that that's like a full 
picture of who they are or what they do. I think it's the picture that they want people to think of them. Like that, that that's just, it's kind of like the image that, that they, uh, that they reflect that they want to. Yeah. They're like um, curating their own life for people. They are. And you're able to do that. You're able to edit and like post and take things back and try again and, you know, get the likes and favorites and become the person that you want to be, but you, aren't actually are and when i see people that have like massive followings and are you know somewhat popular or whatever online like i feel i feel bad for them you know everybody's situation is different (laughs) but sometimes i just like see those people i'm like are you spending like 90 percent of your time online like get a tent go to rei just distance yourself because it's it it's not like a real it's not a real feeling of what life is it's it's all bits and bytes and code and Mm -hmm. i don't know it's also like the longer or the more time you spend on there i feel like the more of a hole that you kind of dig yourself into because especially for designers i feel like we're constantly comparing ourselves to everyone else that's out there. And so the more time you're on social media, Mm -hmm. the more work that you're looking at from other people and the less that you're doing for yourself. So while it's, it's good to see other people's work. It's also like you, you gotta be able to sit down and like create your own stuff. Um, Like for a while, even I was in that stage where I was just constantly like scrolling through Instagram and scrolling through dribble and, looking at other people's work and I had all these ideas in my head and it came to a point where I was like, it was, it was really weird. Like I was looking at all these people's work and then um, it almost seemed like I kind of had already done the ideas in my head. Like I kind of already produced some work, but then when I actually sat down and like looked at my stuff, I was like, well, I didn't create shit actually. So uh, it, it, it was a weird like reality. That's like, I haven't really made anything yet and that's kind of a shitty feeling and that's that's all through because I was just scrolling on Instagram for like half an hour and it's like during that time I could have just made my own stuff or I could have been working on something yeah 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 no I uh, completely agree there's this book um art and fear um there's a quote in it that I really like that so on the lines of as a creative you spend your entire life iterating on essentially the same concepts and ideas it's just a series of constant refinements like whether you know it or not you're trying to get to the same end goal and you prevent yourself from doing that by giving yourself Mm -hmm. excuses but the less excuses you give yourself the closer you get to that final end goal of like that you know your opus your your life's work or like what you're really trying to say visually um and i think that the internet has become a huge deterrent uh for a lot of people and it sort of retards that process and it's it's a shame that there isn't like better software out there that allows you to minimize the amount of time that you spend online yeah uh, and even on your phone we could just go to north korea music real quick I wish I had like a wisdom. <laughs> Hold on, I've got a. 
Never mind. I had like a sitar. I don't know where it went. <laughs> it's not even. I think it's under the banjo. Oh. That sounded like the nationwide theme song. <laughs> that sounds like this like Asian Reading. opera instrument. It's a. Uh... It actually might be one of those. It's called a... Is it like one of those, like... Well, I don't even know what it's called. It's like one of those it's... long things and you, like, pluck it? Yep, it looks like it. The Too ones drop. that, like, shoot swords out of it in martial art movies? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like uh, Big Trouble in Little China? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> it's the... Racism. I'm kidding. But um, going back to our topic, I actually, I feel like I use social media more now to actually um, stay in touch with people and like seeing what they're up to um, and just like talking to them through Instagram or like Twitter or whatever uh, more, more so than trying to put out my own work if that yeah um that was no i was just thinking about people that keep all of their personal pictures on a separate account from their work stuff Boo. and just how boo. um you know who else does that boo. kim kardashian yeah boo <laughs> really well i mean that's what you know and i'm the, you know wherever you fall out on the kardashians they they do their shit well. They know how to run their business. Listen, I mean, they make they make more money than I'll ever make. They make and... more money than all of us, plus like another fifty people combined. <laughs> but I mean, that's what they do. Like their social media, their Instagram it, accounts and it, stuff. It's like, curated. Th- it's not those real. people. It's don't, not. They don't. Have, <laughs> they don't have to have curated accounts though, because they have celebrity status without it. They could just have their normal personal accounts and. That's it. I I don't. No, I mean, but that's like where their money comes. You know, it's like not. Pepsi gives them ten thousand dollars for putting Pepsi in their Instagram. They don't, like, it's they don't need just, any more money though. I they f- don't need any more money. I feel like they've gone to. A I'm point, not justifying. Though, like you get to a point where you're so used to that curated life that you just you just become one with it. Like it's you kind of just lose yourself. Eminem. In the moment, find <laughs> yourself in the moment. You own it. I got that. You never ever let it go. Go, go. You know, mom's spaghetti. <laughs> That's all I know. Yeah, something, something. <laughs> um, I, 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 I think, I think that the whole like curated, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna piss some people off if you've even gotten this far. But what's new? Yeah, I don't <laughs> play some music. Play some music under it. I don't, it doesn't bother me, but I think that if you're a designer or illustrator and you have... Wait, stop the music. (laughs) I think if... If you're a designer or an illustrator. I think if you're a designer or illustrator and you also just happen to have a personal life, which is fairly common from what I understand, just... be one person like don't segment yourself i don't be one person because when you look back 
all we're doing right now with Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is creating a journal. It's a new form of journaling. And I don't know about you, but like when I grow up or get further in life, I don't want to go through two different books to understand who I was at an older date. I want to go through one book. I just want to see who I was in a cohesive sense, like back to back, the goofy stuff, the real stuff, the serious stuff, the professional stuff, the creative stuff, all in one book. And I understand that some people do it for business, which I understand, but <laughs> Instagram is for photography. And I mean, I post screenshots of shit like everybody does. It's just a way of capturing moments from our life. It's like, this is who I am. This is what I do. But I think for Instagram to be solely used as a portfolio is um, offensive to me. I it's just um is there anybody you think handles it well like doing both? No. No. I think Jason Craig does a decent job. I mean he he does it. A lot of people do it and that's what I say. <laughs> I'm going to piss a lot of people off. A lot of people do it. Some very close friends of mine do it, but use dribble. That's why that service is there is to post your work like and Keep it there. Do a portfolio. <laughs> I don't know. I understand like the freelance game, like the freelance hustle is hard and you kind of have to do like whatever it takes. But this is just one grumpy old man's opinion. <laughs> uh, and I'll play myself out. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know how people like keep up with more than one Instagram. I can't I, do it. I used to have one for Ollie, and that was um, my dog. That was before Instagram had that option where you could add multiple accounts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I could not keep up with it. And I just, I don't know how people keep up with it now because I could barely keep up with my own, honestly. Like, yeah. Much. That was, yeah, until this, like, the recent update that allows you to track a few different ones. I mean, even, even then I feel like it's not as smooth and like user friendly as it should be. It's like 2017. I figure that there, there would be a better way to be able to manage multiple <laughs> accounts, but it's still really annoying and tedious to deal with. This is what should happen. Here it is. Instagram. Listen up. Uh, so you should, if you have like four accounts or five accounts, oh, fuck me. whatever, for whatever reason, I have like four Instagram accounts right now. I don't want to talk about it, uh, <laughs> but all of those accounts, everybody you're following should be consolidated into one feed. And when you go to post something, you're able to like select from a dropdown who you want to post it from which account instead of like going up and clicking your avatar and then going over to the other little circle avatar. (laughs) That's adding unnecessary steps, unnecessary steps. I'm just saying, Mr. Instagram, Robert Instagram. (laughs) These are my words. I, I will invoice you. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Come on, Robert. I'm also at like 7% just throwing it out there. Uh, well, we should probably, you know, um, I want to do something we've never done before just because it's our no. friendship episode. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> is there, I wanted to, I was just wondering if there was anybody 
that you follow or know in real life or follow online that you think needs more friends online? <laughs> Wait, what? Like anybody that you know of that's just like that needs more recognition that you can think of. Like I thought my example was this dude on Instagram I follow. His name's mm-hmm. Dalton. He lives in Texas. It's at Dalton Doodles. I think shit let me. Um yeah, at Dalton Doodles. I've got this dude just needs like more followers. <laughs> like more people oh, need okay. to know his work. I didn't know if you guys had anybody oh, yeah. like that. I mean, I follow a lot of like letterers that I really like. Um, I've got one in the interim. Okay, so I follow this guy on it. Instagram, who is just (laughs) phenomenal on so many levels. Uh, It's this dude named Aaron Vandenberg, and he has an illustration style unlike anything I've ever seen in my life, and he's fucking great, but he's also like my best kept secret because I don't want anybody else finding out about him because he should just stay his own selfish, thing. Selfish, selfish. He he should be like that really good punk basement band that's just phenomenal, but you don't <laughs> want to tell anybody else about. You, you know? That's him. He's so good. He is so yeah, good. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to get mainstream with him, right? Is that no, what it is? Not at all. Okay, so I follow this girl named Lucy Giller, and her her name is Little Gem Studio. She just started um, a project called A Letter on a Thing, um, and it's where she's she's invited a bunch of different letterers to pick a letter of the alphabet, and they just letter, like, whatever. Oh, my God, I'm drunk. Um <laughs> <laughs> they pick a certain letter and they just letter that letter on on whatever, on whatever that like, starts with that letter. Somebody goodness, that's somebody a lot harder to explain uh, than I thought. So like you draw or you like paint an A on an apple. Yes. Like someone just did Oreos. I don't know if you guys can see this. Oh no, I can definitely see that. That's awesome. It's so really cool. For people who can't see that, it's like decorated Oreos and then that have O's on them. This lady just did a K on her kid. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't. That doesn't start with a K. Yeah. I'm lucky now that, um, okay. Oh, this coconut one's pretty fun. It's a coconut nice. with a painted C, uh, with like cool. a palm tree coming out of it. It's awesome. Um, I'm just gonna also throw my friend in there. His name is Brian Bay. I, okay. What is his Instagram? He does like a lot of illustration stuff. Um, Brian Bay. Let's his see. his name is B Bay Two, so B B A E Two. There's a lot of B Bays on Instagram. Uh, oh, I got him. There we go. Yeah, Illustrator Vizdev. Yeah, he's Likes really awesome. I know him personally. Pictures. He lives in uh, California on the West Coast, but his stuff is really fun. Yeah, this is nice. Cool. Well, we'll we'll add all these links to the show notes too. I just wanted to. Uh, I don't know to how to use Thanks technology. That. That okay. 
I hate this. <laughs> <sighs> well, uh, Nee, thanks for hanging out with us yeah. tonight. And uh, I, it was fun, I guess. Talking about friendship, <laughs> fun, I guess. That's cool. I should have done some like drugs before I did this. I mean, no, I'm I do peyote every time. You do what? Peyote? It's uh, over the counter. It's okay. It's completely safe. Um, I just hallucinate a lot and feel more connected with both of you and the universe. That's good. That's good. I had one. <laughs> yeah, actually, I had some old cereal milk and Captain Morgan. Oh, um, old cereal milk. It's oh. very good. Okay, I was thinking spoiled. Milk. Just kidding. No, 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 no. It's just the just the one with like the cinnamon toast crunch mm-hmm. sugar in the bottom of it. Uh, I usually it? call it the cereal afterbirth, <laughs> um, which I know sounds very disgusting, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's sure. just it's what happens. <laughs> I was in the room for I was in the room for both of my children being born, and I'm down. <laughs> What's y'all's favorite cereal? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> uh, I wish I could I wish I could between... capture both of y'all's faces just now. <laughs> like I just threw that's, a I just threw a, a wrench question. into the podcast. That's what happened. I mean, this isn't something to fuck around with. <laughs> that's like is... your favorite cereal. <laughs> um gun to my head, it's a toss up between fruity pebbles and cinnamon toast. Dude, I think cinnamon toast crunch i think that's i think that's the one or cookie crisp because secret it's just cookies <laughs> it's just a bunch of little cookies do they still make it yeah, they do yeah i figured some like helicopter mom would have shut that down yeah, i probably trying to they're just gonna be like, oh, we put a bunch of vitamins that your kid's just gonna piss out anyways, and um, but be happy. Um, two weird food things that y- y'all just reminded me of. Um, what? It- oh crap! I can't think of the name of it. There was a cereal, as a fruit cereal, Twix. No, no that's a candy. What's bar. that one with the bird? It cocoa. Are you no, fruit they changed loops? the color of it from. No, 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 no. It's the little ball ones. Look like um It's tricks. Captain Crunch. Tricks. Oh, that's Shit. the bunny. I said Oh, Twix. they they took out the artificial coloring and they just went to like They're putting it They're putting it back. Okay. cuz it looks like gerbil food. They're going back to okay, artificial good. colors, yeah, which I'm I just curious, thought was really funny. I'm like how do you there's leave like a cereal community? Do you Oh think- no, there absolutely <laughs> is. We're we're starting up a YouTube channel that just reviews cereals. Okay. Uh, just a little plug. <laughs> Are you gonna it's... rate the the afterbirth milk or whatever? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be my role. Um, that's a huge like. I'm excited to see how palate and mouthfeel come into it. Yeah, I can't hear anything. What happened? Oh, uh, we lost Daniel. <laughs> I gotta get him a new microphone. <laughs> <laughs> He's yelling at his computer. Um, well, we were getting ready to wrap up anyway, so we'll go ahead and uh, do that. And if he comes back, we'll thank camp. But know. thank you for joining us, Thanks Nene. for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. This was, this was fun. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll get you in the Slack channel as soon as I can. can you but hear? um, Am I here? Yeah. Well, yeah. I can hear I you can't, now. I can't yeah, hear, can you. hear us. I can't oh, hear cool. you. Oh, cool. Shit. <laughs> <laughs>
we were just saying bye, and it was great yeah. talking to her, and uh, we'll do it again soon. The, and I'll get her I, in the Slack I, channel. I have a, I have a final, <clears throat> I have a final note. Don't don't touch I'm not, it. It's so finicky. Uh, oh, I uh, want to thank <laughs> Vincent Parham for our music, um, our wonderful intro and outro music. Yeah, thanks, Vincent. Um, if anybody thinks about it or you have a free second, go leave us a review on iTunes. Um, that really helps people find the show and, uh, it doesn't cost you any money. Unlike the Patreon page, which has a couple levels, patreon.com slash creatoring. Um, just going to read a selection, uh, from a piece of prose here. Um, well, look at that. This is the end of the book. And the only one here is me. I, lovable, furry, old Grover, am the monster at the end of this book. And you were so scared. I told you and told you there was nothing to be afraid of. The end. That was great. An, Can you put that in the show notes? Yeah, for anybody who wants to purchase my memoir, um, we'll be putting in the show notes, and also I'll tweet it out to my 50 followers. Um, it'll be good. Well, Daniel, I'll, uh, I'll talk Same. to you in a couple weeks. All right, talk to you guys. Bye, I'll, guys. I'll see you in a couple weeks, too. Yeah. At Pop-Up, at pop-up Crop. <laughs> well, we're going to helicopter in. There you go. Just we'll make, make a grand entrance. So, of course, expect nothing less. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good night.